Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dies. And uh, I'm Tom. Kicks is not here. It's just me. Uh, we have a great chat today with YouTube sensation Brooke Ashley. We're very excited to have her here today. Before we get into our chat with her, I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening and supporting the pod. Our following continues to grow, which is so exciting. And the best way to send feedback, show gratitude, all that, and a, a free way to do all that is on Apple Podcasts by just rating us five stars leaving a review, um, and those reviews will get read here on the show. So please do that. We would love to hear your thoughts. And in those in those reviews, write what reality television made you a dumpster diva. We always like to hear about everyone's journeys. So Because we can't have everyone on the pod all across the world, but we can always hear your answers to that question. So please do that. And uh, we are going to hop into our chat with Brooke Ashley. You can follow her at the underscore Brooke underscore Ashley on Instagram. Also make sure to subscribe to her YouTube page, the Brooke Ashley. She covers all the Bravo shows we love and hate to love and gives solid criticism on, on what needs to be different and better. So uh, let's get into our chat with Brooke. Can't wait for y'all to hear it. Okay, and we are back, and once again joined today by Brooke Ashley, uh, YouTube sensation. Welcome. Hi, Tom. It feels so good to be here. Thank you I'm for so, having me. Oh my god, of course. I'm so happy that you are here today. And I was telling you before we press record that you're she, for those listening familiar with Brooke, she is sitting in the spot, <laughs> the, I, the spot where she records all of her videos. I sure am. I sure am. You know. I don't, I have to throw props at all YouTubers out there because podcasting is a lot of work. I think what you do is way harder. I don't know how you edit a video. Like I, I've tried to edit a video once and I was like, like when we first started the pod, I was like, maybe I'll like edit clips from the chats and things like that. And I'm like, I tried to do it once. It's like, no, not for me. I know. <laughs> it's a lot. Not for me. It's a <laughs> it's lot. A lot. Oh my gosh. Did you just teach yourself how to do it all? Um, well, you know, it's really crazy. My sister actually taught me how to edit and she was like so quick with it. And I just picked it up and mm -hmm. like, she's just such a godsend. And um, oh, well, yes, that's great. And yeah, it's just been smooth sailing ever since. But I still want to rip my hair out every time I have to end, uh, edit a video. And I have to edit Jersey and OC as we speak. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, uh, after this, yeah. <laughs> I know I got to also edit this episode we're recording now after we finish because it's got to come out tomorrow. So we got to yeah. we got to keep it right and tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like <laughs> the well, well, once again, thank you so much for being here. We I'm so excited to dive into Bravo. There's a lot going on in Bravo, a lot that is mediocre and a lot and some that's good. Yes. <laughs> and but before we get into all that stuff, uh, I want to just kind of check in about your journey with reality television, not necessarily with Bravo, but uh, we asked our guests what reality TV made them dumpster divas. Uh, when did trash TV like come to you? And on that reality show, was there like a specific star of that reality show that really got you? I think for me, what really drew me in, like one of the first shows, I remember like Real World Las Vegas was like one of the first shows. Mm -hmm. I was, I mean, I was like in elementary school watching that. I had no business watching that. No business. No business watching that. But I think that was one of the first shows that like drew me in. I remember um, 
do you remember you remember andy dick that comedian mm-hmm. and he had that that uh one yeah. season reality show they all had to compete to be his assistant that yes. show was yes remember that was called the assistant i do and he was yes i do clip. remember <laughs> oh my god i yes. forgot there were so many gems of like reality competition shows in that era yes there were because because I think reality was just so popular then and no one knew really how to do it. So they just would just throw things yeah, at the wall it and it was a mess. Yeah. Most of it was a mess. <laughs> it was such a mess. Andy Dick, what is he doing? I think nothing. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think he's doing a whole lot, but that show, <laughs> it's still like is etched in my brain. I can't, I can't let it go. Wait, Andy, wasn't Andy on Surreal Life as well? I think, and I remember him... Getting tight with um, what was his name? Uh, uh, Doctor Drew. Remember Doctor Drew? He had that. Yeah, I love the Doctor Drew shows. Yes. He kind of looks like Doctor Drew, honestly. Kind like of. gay. <laughs> he, he's kind of like gay Doctor Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say he has gay face, but he is. He looks like gay Doctor Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Andy Dick, surreal life. I feel like he was. I'm looking it up literally as we speak. Okay, yeah, I knew it. We're right. Andy, right. A, the first thing that came up was a headline. Andy, from a headline from 2005. This is on realityblurred.com. Andy Dick thrown off Surreal Life 5 set. Janice Dickinson scares Amorosa. I guess it's just a, it's a like recap of what happened. Yeah, I got, yeah, he was kicked off. Oh my God. Producers and security had to wrestle him to the ground in order to throw him off the set. Oh my gosh. And I think Andy's pretty easy to take down. Yeah. I could take Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I have not thought of this gentleman in forever. I know. So he was he was everywhere then. Yeah, he was. That show is lives in my brain rent free. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I you know, I wish there was like a, a streaming service that just like featured all of these bad shows because the show that I really want to return to and I know it's not going to age well but I just want to watch it because I only watched it once through because we couldn't really stream things is um I Love Money did you watch I Love Money yes I remember that show yeah Yeah, it was like it was like big it was like Survivor Big Brother but for all of the like of love as we call them um franchises (laughs) But then they, you know, they, do you know, do you remember why it got canceled? No, wait, why? I don't know. Because <laughs> the guy who won the final season <laughs> murdered someone. <laughs> no, are you serious? You know, I am serious. Oh my God. But so if we're not going to get the show on a streaming service, I want like a true crime doc on that. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Right? Like a whole documentary just about you know making the show and a mixture of that yeah because those vh1 reality stars were unhinged they were they were i mean i guess they kind of stay unhinged but (laughs) flavor of love and tiffany pollard you know new york she was iconic she still is iconic yeah and the rock of love girls too and were insane oh yeah did you did you watch Rock of Love? I didn't really watch it, but I would see some of the episodes. Brett Michaels, right? Yes. Yes, I remember that. And Making the Band, I, I was addicted to. I watched every. So season. Making the Band was MTV, but yes. and we, I, I was not. As kids, my sister and I were not allowed to watch MTV for 
unknown reasons. And so <laughs> I I have a blind spot for making the band. Like I came to Danity Kane as Danity Kane, like on the radio. Okay. Okay. Oh, you missed it. Oh, listen, you want to talk <laughs> about iconic television, even though Diddy, he's problematic in so many ways, but he was terrible to them, but it was such iconic television. I mean, making them walk from 59th Street in Manhattan to Brooklyn for a piece of cheesecake was diabolical, <laughs> but so entertaining, but still really messed up. Like, even as a New Yorker, like, that's, like, yeah. as someone who currently resides in New York City, I can also confirm that's far as fuck. It is. Like, like it sounds far, but if you live here and if a New Yorker is telling you it's far, yes. like, it's far. Very far. And I remember, I was like, are you kidding me? I, I would have said, you know what, Diddy, I'm going back home. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. There's no way, no way. I don't even want to walk from, like, Midtown to, like, Columbus Circle. Like, I, I'll i take an Uber. Like, I'm, No, I'm going to walk to LaGuardia and get yeah, on a plane. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it feels. Yeah. God, they would just make them do anything though. Like they did, there was no, because no one, no one had any, sh no one had shame or self worth. I know they didn't. They didn't. It's not sick. none at all. Oh, good times. Good times. Well, did you watch the encore? That was like kind oh, of like. I, I did watch it. I reviewed it too. Oh, you did. You did. I did. I did um, loved the encore. It's not really making the band, obviously, because they're all you know, mm -hmm. it, they were a part of things, but it had, it had the same, you know, the same essence feel, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Which I loved. I really loved it. I thought it was so good. Are, are they going to do a second season? I don't know. I mean, who they either have to do a new season with the group that was formed or they have to just start from scratch with new people. I feel like what they do is they take like some of the ones that didn't get into the group because they left or things like that, bring them back in with a new batch of women oh, that from, yeah. from like other girl groups. But I'm like, even though there's so many options, I mean like there could, like, I don't know why all the, I mean, candy wouldn't do it, but the escape girls should be on. I mean, not tiny. She's got some things going on, but yeah, she's a little <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah she's, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not her, but, but the, what are the other two's name? Uh, the other two are, who are the no Scott shade sisters. to candy, the best voices. Tamika Scott, right? Tamika. And I forgot the other one's name. They're twins. The Scott yeah. sisters. Yeah. Their voices are so freaking good. Yeah. They have the best voices in the group. Yeah. I know. Better than candy. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wish everyone listening could have seen Brooke's face just when I said better than Candy. You're like, uh, yeah. I mean, she has the worst voice in the yeah. group. <laughs> and every time she sings, I'm like, oh my gosh, enough. She sounds like, the thing is, she sounds like the TLC girls. Like, she sounds like them to me. But what's with Escape, some the rest of them could like sing, sing. Mm -hmm. and she, she can, can carry a keep tune. up yeah she can carry a tune i mean what's better than that atlanta talent show co competition when she <laughs> is singing do you remember like a couple that. seasons ago that was like with shamari they were in were they in japan or they were in um <laughs> no they were in like florida keys yeah. or something like that yeah yes, yes they were yes and no destin they were in destin yes 
Um, yes, and she's like doing her like operatic thing. It's like <laughs> she's a songwriter. Yeah, that's her. And she's, she's a gene. Yeah, and she's a genius songwriter. Oh, excellent! Amazing. Yeah, she kills it. I mean, she's written like some of the most iconic mm-hmm. songs of all time. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. Singing, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm all good. Well, speaking of her singing, she does sing the intro of Candy in the Game. I know, and it's I, I mute it every time the song comes on. I mute it. You do? I don't think it's that bad. Annoying. <laughs> her voice is just so her voice. Like it's you can hear it from a mile away. <laughs> Oh, Candy, we love you, though. Well, okay, Candy and the Gang, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Um, The first episode was a yawn, but the second episode, I was into it. Okay. I like Brian a lot. I think that Brian is the star of the show. He is. He is so funny. Um, I think that it puts Candy and Todd in a bit of a bad light with them not paying people adequately. You know, this one is making twelve fifty an hour. She's like, I could go to Family Dollar and make seventeen an hour. You know, um, hearing how she didn't pay Torin for the event that he threw, I was really annoyed hearing that. I'm like, you know, you you're she has a net worth, I think, of fifty million dollars. There's no excuse not to pay the people who work for you. I still yeah. remember the young man who was working for her um, seasons ago when Phaedra was still on, and he had Phaedra representing him. He said he was making 500 a week and he was on Obamacare. Ooh. And it's like, you have too much money to not pay people. I forgot about that. Well, that? yeah, I, I really did. I, I, I do remember it. I forgot about that, which was but also sh- so shady on Phaedra's end. <laughs> it was shady for her to take the case. <laughs> but still, justice had to prevail and that man needed to get paid. <laughs> he did. Well, the only thing I'll say, not paying people, not paying people is a problem. As someone, I don't know if you've worked in restaurants before, but like I've worked as a host in a restaurant and made twelve dollars an hour. So I'm like, and it's not. <laughs> that's my thing. It's like we're watching her, these people, and they're on a show, so they feel like they're elevated. But I, I, she, I think she should be making fifteen dollars an hour at the minimum, yeah. like as a host. But like, I think there's a lot of hosts that wish they made twelve dollars an hour. Yeah, but I just feel like. Do the do right by people, you know. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just, I don't like how cheap she can be. That is such a pet peeve of mine. Um, you know, them not having a generator and the power goes out. Well, like the I'm thinking about the food is going to spoil and the like. It's stuff like that where there's no excuse. Why don't you have a generator? And then Todd saying, "Oh yeah, you know, it's just so much work and it's so much money." And it's like, do you realize that you run a restaurant? Like, yeah, I, like maybe it, you know it's like there's a disconnect right well know? also also kendrick, kendrick uh and i were speaking kendrick tucker of uh reality and comics too we were talking about um how she hires job she hired she has like a director of operations of parking <laughs> but then like she's so like oh so you can pay you can pay for a director of parking but you can't throw the host stand a couple extra bucks an hour exactly you know director of parking <laughs> and i'm sorry i can't i can't get over philip being the director of operations for a restaurant like that's not what happens 
that doesn't happen. And that's not how, like, that role, the director of operations would be the director of operations for a restaurant group, maybe? Or, like, like the corporate offices, like, yeah, but... He's just he's just a manager, <laughs> or or a GM. Yeah, and then she has Brandon, who's also the manager. Right. I'm like, what are all these people? It's different tiers of management, I guess. <laughs> like middle yeah. management, I guess. Philip is senior management, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I I have you been to Olay Gang? I want to go. I haven't. Okay, so I did. I asked a question on Twitter, and I said, "Have any of you guys been?" I was flooded with answers. The consensus was it was a weight like we see on TV. And on top of the food was way too salty. Everybody said, I mean, heavy handed with the salt. That makes it feel like it's like fake to me. Yeah, I know. Well, well, we heard, um, was it Chandrika? She said the food doesn't even taste the same on the same day. You know, if this food tastes this way on Monday and then Tuesday, it tastes completely different. So it's like a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get when you go. (laughs) And seeing that they're opening the doors to that restaurant that late, like, that's not a good look. I know. Like, just like, and also if, if your restaurant has that long of a wait, like expand, make it bigger, do something. They have two, because she has two, she has two locations of Old Lady Gang and then Blake Steakhouse. Right, right, right. Both right. lines are long. I heard for both OLGs. You can't make a. They don't have resi. <laughs> they oh well okay. So people said that they have open table, but they don't honor the reservations if you made it come on open table. No. Yes. Yes. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Okay, you know what? The host stand should be making thirty dollars an hour then. <laughs> I, I changed my tune on that. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's. It, it's. It's a mess. And I love when Brian was like downstairs and he was like, <laughs> he's like, how's everyone doing back here at the funeral? It's like the little flowers. It, it did look like a funeral. It did. I would be pissed if I said, if I waited that long, if I waited two and a half hours to eat there and you seat me downstairs in that funeral home, I would walk out. No I, one wants to be seated in the basement. No, nobody does. That's where, like, the parties are and things like that. Like, no one wants to, like, go sit down in a basement for their brunch. I I just feel like the restaurant could look a lot nicer. It should just be, there should be more ambiance. Like, I don't feel the ambiance through the screen. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like Blaze has ambiance, though. Although I have said about Blaze that a fire pit does not a restaurant make, so... (laughs) Because I'm sorry, maybe the food's good. And I've heard we, bad reviews. I've heard some very bad reviews about Blaze. Okay. I've heard okay. the food is just okay. I heard that, you know, the drinks filled filled up with ice, plastic cups. You know, the people are rude. Someone said the host was rude. Waiter and waitress is rude. Some, they said that they were charged like a few dollars for the ice cubes in the drinks. No. Like, Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, it was on Twitter. It made the blogs. This girl took a picture and said they charged me like $5 for each ice cube or something. (laughs) (laughs) Unintentionally, this episode is just dragging candy for her businesses, her music, her voice, (laughs) her theme songs. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But you know what? The, The cast of characters is great. 
I, I'm, I'm loving everything. And what I will say is that I really do love about Candy and what she's doing here is, one, I like that she's creating, like, generational wealth within her family. Like, she's, like, really trying to give her, not just give her money to people, but, like, smartly get them money by jobs and learning. You know what I mean? Like, she's... Yeah. She does a great job there. And also, like, creating, like, black wealth. Like, she wants, like, her whole family to have just black wealth that they worked for, not just that she gave them. And she takes care of a lot of people. So I I, I do, of course, tip my hat to all that because I do think she does a great job with that, especially with her family. Oh, she does. I like how she paid for Melvin's education when he went mm. to the culinary arts school. Um, you know, Patrick and Melvin, you know, Melvin runs the kitchen, Patrick's outside with the parking director of parking. Parking of parking. <laughs> well, listen, I hope he's making a good. I, I feel like he's doing. He should be doing well, making money, like the I tips mean, and stuff like that. Like I think he should I would. Yeah. I would hate to be a host and learn that the director of parking is making a bit more than he <laughs> probably is. He probably is. I. Think. You're right. You're right. He's you know, and maybe we can't compare those jobs because they're not the same. But they're not the same. But I want Chandrika to be getting paid more. Than 1250. I agree. Well, valet people make money. They do. Because like, because people tip really well mm-hmm. when you valet. I feel like people tip better for valets than they do at a restaurant sometimes. Based on what you're doing, you know, like, yeah. like you're getting a car and bringing it back and sometimes people just hand you a $20 bill. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Well, um, what, what else on Bravo are you consuming? Do you watch everything? Is there anything that you, where you draw the line? Where are you at? Um, I pretty much watch everything. I don't really watch Top Chef. Like I, oh. I, I like, um, what I, I watch Below Deck. I, yeah, I haven't watched Below Deck in a bit. Like the pa- I didn't watch, I didn't finish last season of regular Below Deck because of just all the, the nonsense. Yeah. And then I have not did not, I'm not watching sailing or or down under. It's uh, Mediterranean. Mediterranean? No, the Mediterranean is that one. No, isn't is no? I think sailing's on right now, isn't it? Oh, I don't. I don't know which one. I just. I thought they're like all like the same. <laughs> I know there's Captain no, think, Candy and Captain. I did watch Med. Okay. I did watch Med. It was Med, and then regular came on after Med. I think so. And then and then now we have sailing yacht and then there's down under in australia which is premiering on peacock i believe oh i didn't even know that yeah there's like a new one that's only on peacock oh okay i need to get back in it's always a fun it's a great like sunday hungover show it is it is that's like what it's made for (laughs) like it doesn't feel like as appointment viewing to me it's like a good just like i need to turn my brain off and and mostly I'm just on my phone while it's on. <laughs> it's just good background. It's good background noise. Yeah, it's great because you can pop in and out and not yeah. and not really lose lose the storyline, you know? Yeah. You know what? Um, so quickly, I want to touch on SLC just for one second. And I mean a second because I'm so over it. <laughs> but, no, I yeah, I, I like some of the women individually. I, I do think that... Heather is a nice person. I think Whitney is a probably an, a fine, okay, maybe person. I, I <laughs> like where's my water? Where's my water? I don't know. I just 
I just, in the end, we're getting a version of all these women that are bad, is a bad version of all of them because we've thrown them in like this pit where they just despise each other. So like, we're not getting to see anything about anything. We're not learning anything about any of them. We're just seeing them fight about just like dumb shit. We spent, we spent an entire reunion, the second reunion, the second part, talking about Merida's dad and all that stuff. That didn't even happen on camera. Mm-hmm. And, and like, what, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're talking, like, we should be talking about other shit. Like, Jen, we didn't talk about her at all. She she got like, she got like 20 minutes at the end of the last reunion. I agree. And I don't know. I just, you know, I, I say I have a soft spot for Whitney because I like that she is kind of a villain. She's like the, the Lisa Barlow of the blondes. She is. She is Lisa Barlow. Yeah. She just packages it up in a nicer with that baby voice. But I see right. through her. And I think that her and Heather have this very weird fixation with Heather. It's with, without Heather, with Lisa. It's just uh-huh. bizarre. You see they're on her case, the entire reunion. Then in the last part, they're hugging her and making up. Whitney's begging. Oh, my gosh. Can I get a hug? Can I get a hug? So you're not going to hug me? It's like, what are you talking about? It's like right. they have this weird thing where they can't stand her, but they still want her approval and friendship at the same time. How does that work? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's. I think honestly, what it is, I think a lot of what SLC is is we like a lot that we can't talk about is the show aspect of it, and I think they know that in the end, Lisa makes for good television, and they need her in the mix with them, mm-hmm. and she also got them their jobs. She did, but I just, I just have an issue with seeing grown women who are 40 something and they're still vying for the approval of somebody else. It's just like, are you not secure in who you are? If Lisa right. doesn't like you, why do you care so much? Why are you so pressed? Like, you know, get your paycheck, right. do your job and go home. But they just really want to be friends with her. I mean, hearing Whitney say earlier on in the season, you know, I just think that Lisa's just so cool. And I really do want her friendship. It was like, what are you like? How old are you? Yeah, it feels very, it feels very juvenile. A lot of their fighting, to be honest, it does. like across the board, they, they care about the wrong shit. Thank and like, you. and it's not fun shit either. That they're fighting about. And nobody on the cast is like, witty like nobody has any like classic one-liners that we're going to be saying no and to be honest with you the most genuine one was mary because she was like i don't want to be here yeah no yeah mary was the most genuine and it's weird because i ended up liking her towards the end i was like oh my gosh yeah it's, it's, i completely agree yeah and that awful i mean jenny i mean i don't even want to say her name she's true garbage but like <laughs> the the timing, the the way everything played out with her on the show and coinciding with what was happening mm-hmm. on, you know, on socials and in real world. Um, two things that did not age well. Of course, what she said at the reunion was so bizarre and how they continue. And also when her husband was out there, they kept talking about like minorities supporting mi- minorities. And I'm just like, y'all, what? Mm-hmm. It's a joke. What? It's, a it's joke. literally a joke. Yeah. And then... Seeing her like just utter hatred for Mary and the way she threw that glass and like, it's like, no, you hate her for more than just what she's done. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And she would have yeah. had that same energy for any black woman who was in that mm-hmm. spot. She had, I mean, when they first went, what was the first activity that they did all together? It was um, snow tubing. Yeah. And her energy for Mary was just wrong from hands up. in the air, like yes. doing some sort of like, yeah. like not even, not, not just a black scent, but like a black, like, yeah, kind of like body language. Yeah. Doing all this. And it's like, yeah. who are you talking to? It was just weird. It's 2022. I don't understand how these people can be so trapped like how people just don't evolve it just it's insane to me i know and then she's there on instagram live with her friend that she paid a few hundred dollars to get on and defend her and he is in the news because he was arrested for stealing money at the sugar factory that he was working in in las vegas oh really i didn't see that yeah it's (laughs) a news article going around he made like all the little articles he stole like $100,000 when the That's Brinks a truck, lot of fucking money. Yeah, when the Brinks truck would come and like refill the cash box up, he's in there stealing. So I said, oh, Jenny, look at you with your friend who you had propped up next to you trying to defend you, saying, oh, how you're not racist. And here he's out here stealing. A mess. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know... I think that there are interesting things happening in Salt Lake City, like like in the town itself. Like there's so much, there seems to be so much religious um, battling there because like there's just tons of different religions all in this isolated spot, like with the religion that kind of monopolizes everything, which is Mormonism, which doesn't monopolize many spaces. So there's like a really, there could be really interesting stuff. Like we would, I was on another pod this week and we were talking about like, why having a having an actual sister wife on like someone who had been one or something like that that would be so fascinating fascinating like i just think there's more interesting storylines but the thing that we need to happen is we need it to be isolated to someone's friend group because we're 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 all in different friend groups and no one wants to be around each other and the reason potomac new york and even Beverly Hills in this later season, like work is that they all like genuinely are hanging around each other. Like, and and when the cameras go down, there's conversations like that aren't about the show that they're just like, Oh my God, I forgot to tell you so-and-so blah, 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 blah. Do you want to go grab a drink? Like it's, you can tell when they genuinely want to be around each other, Mm -hmm. even if they don't like each other. Like, yeah. Like Karen and Giselle, they will go at each other all day long. And then, they'll be like so down to like go to a group dinner, like off camera the next day. It's true. Cause there's like a connect, there's a connection. Yeah. There's not a connection. So, SLC. It's just a whole bunch of random people. You know, and, tw- and 24, it was 24 episodes long. This, uh, this has to be the longest season. <laughs> Drama was not interesting enough at all. And the sad part is SLC could have really yeah. been that girl. But mm-hmm. this was a flop. The, you know, it was a flop. And this yeah. should have been cut short after 15 episodes. It really should have started off. The premiere episode should have been when Jen got arrested and moved on from there. This first half of the season was so slow, so boring. Yeah. You know, they there was so much potential for them to really just hit the ground running and score the touchdown. And they failed miserably. They did. We and you can't as like 
fans we of these shows we can't put all of our energy into this one thing you know like we can't we can't because then you're let down you will inevitably be let down yes that's what we, that's why new york <laughs> crashed and burned because we yeah. were like it's the best show it never fails it never fails you have to watch and it failed and then we're like <laughs> oh no <laughs> what do we do now you know but we spent too much time on SLC. I, in the end, I think there is a show there. I just want them to rethink what that show looks like. I'm giving them the same treatment as DC and Dallas. <laughs> I could see it going out. Yeah. Like, like Dallas. Cause remember Dallas was like season one was meh. Mm-hmm. And then two, three were like a blast. Mm-hmm. They were like good. Like yeah. housewife's good. I remember hearing that since their season one was so bad and the viewer, you know, the, the ratings were so low that for season two, this is all alleged, but I'd heard that Andy had told them, you know, if you guys want to have a season two, then you're not going to get paid anything for season two. And that's why they really just brought it because it was like, okay, if we want to see season three and get paid, then we need to bring it now. But work. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But they never, they also tried a bit too hard, in my opinion. Like, it never really... They did. Like, they had potential, but, you know, Leanne was just so crazy and just such a wannabe and... Such a fucking wannabe. Say <laughs> say, say that. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks. These women suck, and that's okay, because it's funny, right? But, like, they can't suck too hard, like some of these ladies. Like, like Schmenny. I'm trying not to say her name. <laughs> well, where, what are you loving? Are you loving OC and at all? Are you loving Jersey at all? Where, where, um, where are our heads at? So Jersey, I'm liking Jersey, but I am getting a bit annoyed with these two storylines that are taking front and center. I need mm-hmm. for everybody to have their own storyline. It can't be depending on two people. I don't yeah. want to hear any more about the whole Louie thing and these allegations and the backstory. It's enough already. If Teresa wants to turn a blind eye to it, let her turn a blind eye to it, blind eye to it. I'm tired of Margaret meddling. I like Margaret for the most part, but it's enough. You know, I just, I need more. Also yeah. the whole thing with the, you know, Bill, Margaret, Jen, this affair. Great. But we just need more. Yeah. Um, OC, I'm actually liking OC. I think that it's a pretty solid and cohesive cast. Noella, Gina, and Emily, I am over them. I, I'm no, I'm most over Gina and Emily. Really? I, oh, oh, for oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I don't love them, but I, I'm kind of just like Emily. I laugh at Gina. Is like the narrator we didn't ask for. <laughs> Really? You think she's a narrator we didn't ask for? She narrates all of the sh- episodes. She it's does? like she's like always it it's like her and Heather narrating what's going on and like giving funny like it's like Heather is the like Greek chorus the, the like and then Jean and then Gina is the like funny one. She's fun. Like she'll come in with the joke. I, I'm not saying I'm laughing. No, no, I know, I know. I'm I'm, I'm being silly. Um <laughs> Ooh, Gina, I just... I don't like it. I'm not laughing. I'm just saying I think they're pitching us to her as this, like, funny comic relief. And I'm like, I'm not... I don't get it. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. She's not... She's not... Well, and the girls want to hate on Noella, but Noella's bringing energy. No. 
Okay. Like, and I say the girls as 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 the viewers, not the girls as the. No, as I the know. Housewives. No, I know exactly what you meant. Um, Noella, I find her. I find the self centeredness to be very irritating. Every mm-hmm. time they're out, they're you know someone's having a moment. They're celebrating an accomplishment, and you in the corner crying about your divorce. It's not about you. And I've right. said this in every single recap. If you're in a bad mood, if you're feeling some type of way, stay home. But she wants everybody to coddle her and she brings the conversation all back to her when they were at Shannon's house for the luncheon and she's talking about her when Dr. Jen was going through it. And when Emily said, girl, we've listened to you in this divorce now for weeks on end. It's about Dr. Jen right now. Like you're going to have to just wait. And yeah. I'm getting irritated. I don't, I, I'm not liking her energy. And her energy is giving me a bit wannabe-esque too. Like she's It's so, total wannabe. Yeah, it is. I don't it know. It is, but we we got to have a villain, you know, and no one else is really bringing villain. And Gina's we, bringing we, villain. Gina's bringing villain. The way she's trying <laughs> to pretend like Shannon is jealous of her, that's a joke. Yeah, that is so weird. Shannon's like, I'm literally not at all. You look crazy in this like bizarre coat you have on. Like, I'm not. Can we talk about it? Can we talk? The about- coat is a mess. She, people, I saw people calling her Uncle Fest. Yes. <laughs> that's that's exactly what she looked like. Oh my gosh. Because she looks like it looks like her head yes. is sticking out of the middle of the coat, not the neck. Because in because from behind the neck is like. The like back of the coat is so high. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's her posture. She's like, yes, that's exactly what it is. And she looked terrible in this last episode. And she really thought she did something because she put on, you know, some lipstick. <laughs> she did the nicest coat that she owns. I'm like, girl, it looks a mess. <laughs> <laughs> she looks a mess. Everyone at the party is like, you look um. Like when Gina Keo, which I love Gina Keo, when Gina Keo is like, you look sophisticated. (laughs) You know that Heather was like malfunctioning staring at that coat because she like tried to help her with her style. And I'm sure that Gina thought that she was doing like the Heather in this look. She did. And Heather was like, look, like (laughs) (laughs) in the corner, like cannot, cannot compute. Because you know that coat is from TJ Maxx. <laughs> and she was so proud of it, too. She was like, look at this so coat, bitch. <laughs> she was obsessed with it. And you know what? That's all that matters in the end, if you love it. So if she's loving it, work. But we we, we aren't. And it just, it's also sucks because she's like fighting with Shannon. So there's like moments in this and she's like seated and the seated also doesn't help either. Like the seated makes the coat like raise up a bit too. And she's like even more like this. Yeah, I, it's, it was troublesome. I mean, Shannon looked at her just like, oh my God. <laughs> like so ghastly. <laughs> yeah. what, what is this, honey? <laughs> Let's get you home. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Well, I want to end on some thoughts on Jersey, but I Jer- I am genuinely loving Jersey, though, because I feel like the women are just, like, down for it all. Like, they're down to get in. They're down to just, like, get in the drama. And it's it, 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 it just kind of always delivers for me. And I love that Teresa, who 
thinks that she knows how to run her own show just never does. She can never do it successfully. She's like, and I do think it is her show. I really do. Because where would we be without no, her in no. this? It's we would be nowhere. Like every season, if you just removed her, like in your brain and look at what's happening, I would be. It would flop. It would flop. Yeah, it would absolutely flop. So I do, I do think it is her show. And I loved when Danny Pellegrino said that on Watch It Heavens Live. And Jackie was like, it's not. Yeah, she was so upset. So upset. It's, it's like, okay, well, Jackie. It's true, you know? If I was cast on Jersey, I would not go into it thinking that this was my show. I'd be like, I'm on Teresa's show and I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, there are certain franchises where you can come in and think, okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to take over and be the star. Like, certain casts to me, like, don't have a true star, like Potomac right. doesn't have a true star, in my opinion. I think I agree. anybody can I think anybody can be named the star of like for that season, but there's no definite winner. I think um Beverly Hills, I feel like Lisa Vanderpump still reigns supreme. Well, she thought she was the star, but I never thought she was. Oh, really? No, because with her the the where the star the star in Teresa that works so well for me is that she is she doesn't manipulate like she's not like trying to like like she's not trying to manip she's not trying to to story edit herself and like write things and I know she brought up she made up a rumor like that is kind of doing what I'm saying but like I felt like Lisa was so strategic about bringing someone to her home to drop this so that way in a couple episodes when she you know she really planned it all so much they all do after a certain point yeah I guess you're right no they all do well, Kyle is not the star. Is not the no. the star of the show that she thinks she is. No, she she's only it by default because she's been there since season one. But it will never be her, and she knows it deep down inside. Who is who reigns supreme there though? Then, um, I guess I can't. Even though I I can't stand her because of what she did to because of what she did to Denise Richards and Garcelle, I guess I kind of have to give it to Lisa Rinna. Yeah, right? I kind of, yeah, you're right. Because she really fuels it all. She does. And a lot of the things that we don't like, even though we don't like what she does, if she wasn't there, some things may never have happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Doree is just there. You know, she's irritating. Yeah. Um, Nini was the star. You no, know, Nini was the clear star of Atlanta. Clear. Always and forever. Yeah. No one ever was close. Candy was always second on the call sheet. Okay. Oh, she was she was fourth. I mean, I guess when Ray and Nini <laughs> were there, she was fourth on the call sheet. Or actually fifth then, because I think Phaedra was above her. <laughs> oh, Kenya, Kenya was above her too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but I like. I don't think she thinks she is the star of the show. Who? Candy. Yeah, I don't. She doesn't give me the energy that she's like. This is my show. Like she's very ensemble oriented. I feel like yes, but I I don't know. I feel like in some interviews I've heard her get like, well, you know, like I'm the OG now. Like I don't know. I feel like she kind of mm-hmm. has a little bit of that energy. Like she, she can't right. I don't what know. Candy does that's weird. We once again have really just gone in on Candy this whole thing. But what Candy does that's weird is she's very she is a very normal human being yeah. that puts herself in the most around the most wild human beings like like she is 
she is the normal one amongst like hundred a hundred agents of chaos. True. No, that's true. I'll give her that. It's just it's a, it's a bizarre thing. Like I'm a lot of the boring people I know in my life are friends with boring people. <laughs> Right, I mean, it's just crazy that she's she kind of is boring, like in she is. like, she, and for her to only befriend like the craziest, like her family isn't. I mean, she doesn't befriend her family, but like all the people that work with her, work for her, her friends, like she was she was drawn to Phaedra, which Phaedra is is chaos. She is. <laughs> it's just it's just interesting. Maybe she just likes, maybe she likes to be the grounding force for everyone. So that's like why she does that. I, I think so too. But I feel like she's lobbying to be less boring because I keep hearing the rumors that she gets into a blowout fight with, I think, Marlo and Sheree. So we're going to see a different side of her, I guess. Oh, I cannot wait I for it. I've missed Atlanta so much. I know. Even in, even in, it's like even last season that was kind of like meh in a lot of ways. I, you still like have a blast every episode. <laughs> They're just so funny. And like everything they do is just, it's, it's great. The show, the show will always be good to me. Always. Yeah. Always. I can't wait. Wait. Okay. Before I let you go, one last thing. Yeah. We just saw, we just had the, um, the, the Grand Dom show trailer yes. drop. I hadn't, I did not even realize this was happening. Yeah. Next month, April 17th. There you go. I mean, what are your th- initial thoughts? Anything? Um, the trailer didn't give me a whole lot, but I guess Same. I'll stay tuned. I'll stay tuned for it. But um, yeah. When I was watching, it, I was like, okay, what are we? I couldn't quite wrap my head around what we're doing here. Yeah, it's kind of like they just gave her a show to give her a show, and she's grasping at straws. And then them trying to do like the fake Succession theme song. It's like, what are y'all doing? It's really <laughs> ridiculous. Because the thing, the thing with Candy and the gang is that's a show. That's not like a spinoff. Like that's its yeah. own entity, right? Yes. Not like Candy's ski trip or whatever the other things yes. were that she did. <laughs> but this feels like can This feels like this feels like um Karen's ski trip or something. It was. It, it's not. Mm-mm. I wasn't feeling it, and I'm like, good no. thing it's only two parts. Oh, it's only two parts. Only I didn't see that. Parts. That's it. Two parts. Oh, okay, interesting. Because they know it's that's good. Yeah, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I don't think it was slated to be two parts and the, the, the cameras went up probably. No, I think when they filmed all that footage and they said, oh, we don't have anything, but we have to turn in something. So we're going to turn this from eight episodes to two. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any. I just picture them going to Andy like, we don't have anything. <laughs> There's no story. Because <laughs> Karen's family is not, it's not like not we've ever been in. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> no, I can't even name like anyone in her family. Candy, Candy, I can name her entire family. <laughs> and you know, I'll never understand why. Because did you watch the Porsche show, Porsche's Family Matters? Did I watch it? Did I watch it? I sure <laughs> did. And I, the videos that I did about that stop playing. Oh, see, I didn't. I didn't see those. I need to go back because. Back. I need to go back because that show is it was a spinoff that we needed more episodes. Mess that 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 was some real mess. And how did we never the the biggest takeaway of that for me was I was so confused about how we never had seen so many of those people before. 
know. Like, we've been following Portia for like 10 years on Housewives. And you're telling me I have never met some of these aunt and uncles that are just, some the women around her are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And such good TV and her cousins and and the dynamic of her family is so interesting with the with her and her sister having different um, mm-hmm. moms is so it just creates this like whole other family tree that's so fascinating to me and yeah it was just that was my biggest takeaway of it it was like what a missed opportunity all these years not to have like some of these women on the show and poor uh, Miss Diane who got sick and couldn't go on that trip I don't think she got sick I think that. <laughs> She didn't want to be around the father's family on that trip. And mm. I think she had an inkling that it was going to be some craziness going down. And she opted out. And it was. Yeah. It, and craziness is an understatement. But I don't believe was, that she was sick. Okay, That's a good point. I, I just like believed her. <laughs> <laughs> I love the aunt that was just like wailing. Remember when they're like at the, at the yeah. cave mm-hmm. and she's just like, Oh, like when her daughter like hugged her and her daughter's like okay like get away from me <laughs> just a mess a mess well this was a blast we covered so much in such a short time oh my god any, any, and before i let you go any final thoughts final thoughts i'm actually excited for the oc reunion mm-hmm. um i'm looking forward to getting the atlanta trailer sometime soon hopefully by the end of this month, I'm looking forward to Beverly Hills. Great. I'm I agree a- with all those statements. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the Atlanta trailer should be here soon. So. I hope so. It should be. It's been a year. I know. Oh, wow. Um, well, before uh, I say goodbye, can you just plug all your stuff where people can subscribe, follow, all those things? Sure. Well, my YouTube channel is The Brooke Ashley, and we have a good time on there. Just me running my mouth. And as always, we don't have a minute to spare. And then you can find me on Instagram at the underscore Brooke underscore Ashley. And you can also find me on Twitter at the Brooke Ash. So check me out. And this is, this was just amazing, Tom. Like, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Of course. Anytime you were welcome back any, anytime. So thank you. Of course. And uh, just say bye to the listeners. Bye. Oh, bye guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you.